All right, all right. Yeah, that's that 107. Man, I'm Kyle Turley here. This is uh, Three Point Stance. I'm here with my man King Dunlap. Yo, yo. We're going to break it down with y'all today. We got this new podcast. We're coming live out of Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, we're excited to be with y'all, man. We're at Glasshouse Studios. A lot of work come out of here. We're going to get after it today. We're going to be talking a lot about football. We're going to talk about family. We're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about that mind. And uh, hopefully get y'all some perspective out here coming from a couple old dogs from the trenches in that three-point stance. How we doing today, King? I'm doing all right, KT, man. Can't complain, man. In here getting this first first episode out of the way. You yeah. know, shout out to Glass House for, you know, having us in here, helping us set up, get it rolling. Um... I'm excited, man. Um, let's get to it. Got a lot of topics to talk about. Uh, gonna have some fun. Gonna, you know, gonna have a little fun, get a little serious. Um, you know, get the people what they want to hear. That's right. That's what it's about. We appreciate y'all joining us. Welcome. Three point stance in the house. And hope y'all enjoy the show. What was the heaviest that you uh, weighed when you were playing? Oh, I hit three ninety. Three ninety. Shit. I never. I went my goal. So my dad was four. He hit, my dad hit like four ten. I, I went, mean, you're six ten. Right. I tried my best to get four hundred pounds. I just couldn't. I Wait, couldn't you get tried? There. Wait a minute. I tried. I tried. Wait to a get minute. You tried. I tried to get. See, I was trying. I was trying to get over three. You know, uh, that's the goal, right? To be mm-hmm. old lineman once they switch you, and uh, you know, once once they switch you to be an old lineman, that's the goal. You're trying to get three hundred. Put that right? weight on. Yeah. Yeah. I got up to like three twenty, and I was like, Bleh. Ugh, I had pictures yeah. at my brother's yeah. wedding. I was such a fat ass. And people don't like, under, people don't understand how uncomfortable it is to yeah. be that big and how hard. Oh so, my gosh. so my so my thing was you I tried get, to get to four hundred. I, I wanted to get to four hundred pounds because oh I wanted to be. So I got my dad was my dad's like six eight. Like he the big six eight and the biggest he got was like four ten. So I got taller than Whoa. my dad in high school. And then once I got, I was like, you know, I think I can get. But like, I really three ninety was as heavy but as now I how, did. How much was your dad when he was playing? He played for oh yeah, for he how played. Long? He played for two years. He played for the Colts and the Rams. He was a defensive end. Yeah, and back then, and back then, right? He was six seven. He was like two sixty, two sixty five. Monster. So does you know the the Ed Tutal Jones, yeah. Claude Humphrey? He was huge he was part of that. Then, yeah, though. they were taller back then. But yeah, yeah. I tried to get yeah four hundred. Yeah, three. I wanted to get four hundred <laughs> pounds, but three ninety. So I hit. Wow. I hit 325 is what I hit in college. That's the biggest I got in college, like 320, 325. Man. And then I lost like 10 or 15 coming to the league. Um, and then when I was in Philly, man, with Juan Castillo, shout out to Juan. Shout out Juan. Juan Castillo. That's right. Um, <laughs> uh, him and Coach Reed in Philly, they, you know, I, you know, they wanted me to gain weight. And so that offseason after my second year, I came home and told my trainer, I went from like 315, 320. It's like 365 that offseason. Now, but you're 6'10", so you're, right. you're, I got you're a lot talking place about, to, yeah, you got a lot of place to put it. Yeah. And so your weight now is like muscle weight, yeah. right? So you're solid. You're just, what was your body fat at, at 390? Well, 390 was heavier, it was over 20, but. <laughs> still, it's only it's 20. Still, yeah, it was oh like 20, gosh. 21%. That's insane. But I feel like my yeah. peak, so after, so after the next offseason, I cut down to like, 
thrust like 375, but I cut my body fat down to like 15%. Wow. So that was probably the leanest, heaviest and leanest I was. I was like 375 with like 15% body fat. <laughs> Damn. I was a hoss. Yeah, your, your pictures out, out of Auburn, man, are insane. Yeah. You're just like... Yeah, man, and being, yeah. you know, being 6'10 helps. You look um, like Jack Skellington. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. You could have been Jack Skellington out there on Halloween, man. That's awesome. What do you go as uh, uh, for Halloween now? You you got a lot of choices. You got Halloween coming up. Yeah, and, I'm a big. I mean, I'm a big T-shirt guy. So whatever I want to be, I'll find a T-shirt with that character. Nah, well, what what characters though? Like, like, well, I mean, I've done like, I've done like. Man, you could do like Candyman for no, real. I've done like, but then like you the could Hulk do... and like Flash. And I want to do I want to so the goal. I'm, I've, <laughs> now that I've lost all this weight, right? I want to do the whole Michael Myers get up thing. Oh man, you would be. But I haven't found us. Right, I got to find one of those body suits that's big enough though, like the big auto repair. But yeah, I can't I find one that, find that that fits. Yeah, it's like yeah. one that's too. I found one, but like we need sleeves, a sponsor. Right, the sleeves Dickies. are like here. And then, like, the pants are way too short. But um, I've got the mask. I just need the, yeah. um, the suit that fits. Is Michael Myers your favorite character? He is. I actually have a Michael Myers tattoo on my right thigh. <laughs> do you really? Yeah. No way. Yeah. <laughs> I do. It's, the, um, it's kind of the original mask in the knife. Yeah. And it's like the newer mask, the one that. I um, think I did read that about you. Yeah. Now, the irony here is that my kids believe that I'm Michael Myers. <laughs> <laughs> so when my kids act up, right? Right. We can't discipline our kids. Right. right? This, is, this is something that we can't do. It's a little, it's a little right? different. Yeah. yeah we're, we're huge. We're monsters. I remember hearing a story one time. Uh, one of these guys, uh, older guys that was in the locker room with me, he said they were in the in the checkout aisle. And, and this guy's the nicest guy. And his kid looked up at him when he did something bad. He's like, Daddy, don't hit me. And like, he never hits his kids. But everybody just looked at him like, you're the worst person in the world. Right. You hit your kid and you're that big. He's like, no, I don't. So yeah. I had to figure out something to do with my kids. Uh, Michael Myers mask works pretty good, as it turns out. So you went from <laughs> you went from scaring them to scaring them. <laughs> hey, you got to find a way to make an impact. Yeah, you know what I mean. No, you got to. You there's some. It's time to go to bed. It's time yeah. to go to bed. There's some level of discipline. You got. Yeah, you have to have some. It's level not every of night. You know, they right. get real out of line. They know Mike Myers yeah. is coming around the corner. Yeah, got to that's but, that you know, fear, you know, yeah. that fear creates that discipline. But that's that's funny. You went with the whole mask. That's uh, that's awesome. Hey man, I, I'm Mike Myers all the way. That, that's that's, awesome. that's my guy. I did go as Jason though to the trunk okay. retreat uh, the okay. other night, and uh, I'm a Jason. I'm a, I'm, I can rock a Jason. Yeah, I'm good. a big slasher. I'm a big slasher guy. Yeah, like they don't scare me. Jason, Michael Myers, mm -hmm. uh, Texas uh, Texas Chainsaw, uh, Leatherface. Yeah. Um, Freddy Cougar, you know stuff like that. That stuff, um, I like stuff like that. Stuff doesn't scare me. Yeah, me not the whole like the demonic, spiritual, possessed stuff. I don't like. My son, for some reason, my son likes that. My oldest son, uh, Little King, um, actually does. But I don't. You know, I'm more of a yeah slasher. Now he's Little, Little King. Well, yeah, I call him Little. You're King. King. Yeah. And your dad was King. Yeah, I'm the fifth. You're the fifth. I'm the fifth. My name is oh. King David Dunlap the fifth. Um, my son is the sixth, obviously, and my dad was the fourth. But yeah, it's uh, I'm a fifth. Um, I You're did my, it down. I did my part. You yeah. know, I, I, I had him. He's first. You know, firstborn son. He's got it. So, um, you know, he's <laughs> dad. I want to have a kid now so I can have the seven. It's like, bro, listen, relax. Bro, he's got to have yeah. one. Yeah, seven. No, yeah, I'm, man, I'm, that's big. Yeah, that's I'm a, a good six number. man. It's um, yeah. You know, long family history name. What's um, the, what's the meaning behind that? Where does that come from? Where's well, actually, from? so um, so 
it's getting in my family history. Uh, my dad's originally from Paris, Tennessee, West Tennessee, Henry County. It's about two hours northwest of here. Um, I can trace my name and my family history all the way back into slavery. So wow. it's, it's a biblical name. Um, we've got a trunk and my old, we got some land we own back in Henry County. We found one of our old, this old school, literally old school trunk with a bunch of old paperwork. Wow. And like deeds to property and stuff. And it's got um, like paperwork and stuff from my ancestors all the way back into before we got free from awesome. slavery. That's Black incredible. in West Tennessee. So yeah, I can trace my family history back to the late, I think 186, like 1864. Wow. It's like the oldest piece of actual documentation. Now that's have. rare, right? Yeah. As I understand yeah. it as an ignorant yeah. white man. <laughs> This is uh, this is rare. Yeah, very, I mean, very, very. It's hard rare, for rare. anybody, I think, to chase that genealogy. But yeah. you know, I mean, when obviously it was just uh, taken and, yeah. and discarded like that, that's incredible that you yeah. have that, man. Yeah, man that's got to mean a lot to you. It does. It really means a lot. Yeah. I try to, you know, going back there when I was my dad would always make us go back as kids. You know, going, you know, going to see my grandma. I actually lived there with my aunts. Um, my parents were working here, and I stayed there when I was younger before I started school. So I lived there for about two or three years, and I was like two or three years old. But every time I would go back, like when I was younger, it just kind of like, it wasn't like a scary feeling, but it was just kind of uncomfortable. Sure. And I never knew why, but the older I got and the more I learned about my family history, I was like, okay, it's not, it's like you feel something when you go back there because yeah. you've been there. Like, you've been there before. Yeah, the land that, so the yeah. house my dad grew up in, um, a lot of people don't know this, I'm kind of, you know, I don't tell a lot of people this, but you know, it's great for people to know. Um, the house and the land where my dad grew up in, that's the land we got from our slave owners when my family got free from slavery. So we wow. still that's still we still own that no that property way. and that land. That's where all that deeds and stuff come from. So going back there like my Man. my ancestors and family Bro. have been there for a long time. And like I said, it was always uncomfortable. It scared me at first, but I just had like this Yeah. I could feel something be I you know, I could feel something being there and but then when I got older, so when I go back now, I like well even Probably when I got to high school and I realized what it was, going back, I felt I was just com so much more comfortable, like yeah. just being there. Um, and my kids could kind of feel it too. They get kind of uneasy, and I try to explain it to them, but it's hard to explain it to them. It's something you just got to feel once you get a little older and understanding. And they're getting to that age to where they can kind of understand that. But yeah, man, it's got to be a trip for them. I mean, at this stage of the game, you know, and where we're at to fathom that. You know, yeah. I think of my family. I'm like, <clears throat> I grew up Mormon. Like my okay. great 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 grandfather was tarred and feathered three times. What? Like, oh yeah, they they hate white people too, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the man hates white people as well. And uh, you start crossing these lines with like religion and other things. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think back to that, and I'm like, the the hardships these people went through to get here. You know, some people were brought here by force. Right. Some people were brought here to find something bigger and better and then got thrown into this thing that yeah. they were like, whoa, what is this? Right. And this is the Wild West now. Yeah. You know, this is the South. This is Wide open. the Northeast. Yeah. I mean, for I don't think for anybody that didn't have no money, you know yeah. what I mean, at the end of the day. Coming from nothing. Uh, so it's incredible, I know, for me to have that family history. And I look back at that as a kid. You know, and it helps me to have some guidance, you know, because uh, especially, I guess, you know, it, it, you can't relate as a light-skinned person to that, um, you know, being brought here by force. Mm -hmm. But in our situation, for me, it's a, an incredible uh, thing for me to understand my family's yeah. background because um, 
they were at odds with the American government. Yeah. They were at odds with other people's religions and people trying to get at them. Uh, I mean, there was a murder decree put out on Mormons in the state of Missouri. They had to flee. Yeah, they had to leave, like literally leave. Everybody wow. had to pick up and walk. And they made it out, got over the hills to yeah, Salt Lake West, City. Yeah. And they created their own little community. Yeah. Yeah, weird or whatever as you want to believe yeah, what man, it but is. This, but that just shows I'm the here. fight. Like you said, the fight and resolve to survive. Yeah. Like you said, everybody's got their own fight. And like you said, it's just a... And it affects me yeah. as a kid, yeah. you know, to, to know my family. Yeah. It affects me growing up and it always has. So, you know, and how does that affect your kids, do you think? And how are they seeing things now? Because you know, it's easy for everybody to just forget about all this crazy stuff that yeah. happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But those that know. They know where it came from. Mm -hmm. You know, you have a whole nother perspective. And these, I think mm -hmm. these kids today, they're just, they're only just hearing about this, but they can't feel it. So that's amazing that you have that to hand yeah. to them. I try, I try to get, you know, get them to understand that. Cause that's for me, especially once I got older, it became motivation. Yeah. Like same thing for you. We know where our fight, our resolve to, you know, to, you know, survive playing football. Cause obviously, yeah. um, you know, not saying they don't play football now, but you know, when we play, especially you played, you're a little <laughs> older than me when we played, you know, it was, you could still hit somebody and not get fined or tossed out of the game for, you know, right. knocking the hell out of somebody. Yeah. Um, but to have that fight and that resolve for that, you know, you kind of know where that comes from. So that's just, for me, it was motivation to, you know, whenever I would get tired or whatever, it's like, no, nah, this is not, you know, compared to what they had to go through, this is, sure. this is easy. Right. You know what I mean? Exactly. So like, I can't, you know, there's no giving. How, how do we get that across to our kids, do you think? Yeah, that's, I'm I mean, still that's trying to, I'm still trying to figure that out myself yeah, now. Right? You know, I mean, do they I, even yeah. grasp it? I mean, yeah. I mean, they, I would think as, uh, you know. They uh, do, they under, they understand the the logical, like the thought, you know, they, they it still happens, right? You know, we're still in America. They understand the thought of it, right? but they don't really know how it really, you know, I don't think they understand the feeling of it, but they understand, yeah. you know, they know, like they can give you the facts of this happened, this happened and that. But as far as like that feeling and the understanding that we have, I don't know if they're so disconnected from it right. that they'll ever feel it. You know they, what I mean? they haven't experienced it then is right, what right. what you're kind of saying yeah I mean, and, they, and they have it like I've tried to yeah. um you know we do what we can to get you know to not let our kids go yeah. through what we went through right um as kids and you know people call it spoiling your kids whatever it's not I wouldn't consider spoiling your kids but no. you know you just want them to have better than what you had so I've done everything I can to try to keep them from that but they've have some they've had some experiences of it they um it hasn't they, they might not have been brutal they might have been very very subtle but they've I've heard them pick up, catch it where I didn't think that they would. Yeah, I've I've heard them say something and they start they they're so much like their dad. Um, they ask they 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 ask questions. So for me, <laughs> I got in trouble in elementary school. Um, you know, Chris, the whole Christopher Columbus thing. Yeah, right. So I only had one. It didn't make sense to me. <laughs> And, and you know I don't want to get you know I'm not trying to get into all this now, but hey, I'm get saying into it, it, yeah, man. no, but I'm saying that's just the thought process of just the, knowing how my kids are is like, I, I just asked one question. I was just like, how did he discover somewhere if there were already people living? Right. There? And so like the t I got pulled aside by the teacher. I was like, you know, just you know, don't just learn the lesson and like, right. and there was no there was no explanation the teacher could give me because right even you know what I mean it's like yeah. especially at that time they just that's just what the curriculum was so it's like I just had to just basically just learn information so I could pass the class and take the test. And I learned that in elementary school, but that's just kind of how, like when my kids ask questions like that, when they, the, some of the experiences they've had and we've had, just that questioning, you know, was that what I think it was? And it's just like, yeah, you know, it's, 
you're right. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, so they've picked up on it. Um, but I've tried to, you know, you try to protect your kids as much as you sure. can. Yeah. Um, but but you know, you do that through education though, right? right? They, yeah. If you, if they're educated you know, knowledge is power, mm-hmm. right? And oh, you yeah. can defeat all that stuff, man. Racism, all that. Yeah. Uh, it's all just, it's, that's bigotry, all just, it's all ignorance. All ignorance. It's just ignorance. P- period. Yeah. It's, man. It's pure ignorance. I, I'm excited for these kids. Honestly, I'm excited for my kids, you know, be able mm-hmm. to grow up. I think, you know, when we were growing up, there was, we're 10 years apart. So even I was at a different time than you yeah. were even, but I think we're, we're rounded back to, I think that moment, right? Yeah. And, and, and I think society and how they're trying to attempt to continue to keep that thing going. Yeah. And I think our kids are going to be the ones to just, it's no, over. No, no, no. Yeah. Now, they, well, they've you got, know what I mean? And it's, they've got so much information awesome. at their fingertips now. Like yeah. they've got so much information. Like for us, like if we wanted something, we had to go to the library, you know, the Dewey Decimal, I said right. I brought up a Dewey Decimal System with one of my buddies talking about our kids, if we were to hand them a, uh, a library card with Dewey Decimal System and tell them to go find a book, they would have no clue. Like you said, having to go, you know, if I wanted to look something up, I just didn't, I couldn't do this. Yeah, right. You know, we had to right. go to the encyclopedia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, go look yeah. something up in the library. That's so true, it's like man. having so much information at their fingertips. You can just eliminate all the questions right yeah. there. Yeah, like, if you got man, something in. Like, YouTube it. That's what yeah. I tell people. Say, my, daughter's a, my daughter's a big YouTuber, so. Good. She's she reads a lot. She's a big reader, but she's a YouTuber too. She's a big she's she loves to gather information. So she's getting to that point now where she just turned fifteen, and so she she'll ask me questions about things I've never even heard of. Yeah, and she's like, Dad, what is this, this, and this? And I'm like, Babe, I don't even know what that you know. But she'll go, you know, she'll read on it, research it, watch a YouTube video, um, and teach herself. She taught herself how to do the Rubik's cube. She watched a two minute video. She can do it. She can do it behind her back, eyes closed. Are you kidding? She watched. She took. She watched a three-minute YouTube video. What? For like an hour and a half one day. And was like, Dad, watch this. <laughs> I've never done one in my life. That's incredible. And she would walk around with it, like walk around the house, like doing stuff, just kind of playing with it. Wow. And she does it now. But I, she, I can get all of the ones that are supposed to be whether or not you're a genius or a psycho. I can't do <laughs> none. I've and never. I get it one way. Here's the irony of this. I get it one way. Uh-huh. Right? They're like, if you can do this, you're a genius uh-huh. or a psycho. Right? <laughs> so you get, Have you, you seen get those this, things? I, I didn't know there was, you, it, yeah. it was broken down like that. Yeah, it's on the, the, the Instagram there. Is and, it really Rubik's Cube? You can break it down to where it shows you what. Oh, no, no. On the Rubik's Cube, I don't know. But oh. like, I'm talking about how to do these things with colors and patterns and all that stuff. If you can do a Rubik's Cube, obviously you're a genius. Right. Okay. So. I'm a psycho because I do it one way and I get it right away. And my wife, she does it the opposite way every time every and time. gets it every, every time. time. I'm yeah. going, well, I mean, uh, listen, one or the other. I mean, listen, you know, you, you know who you are, right? You Did you go through around. the uh, NFL concussion settlement uh, testing yet? I have not. I got, I've got yeah. to go. I've got to um, actually finish my paperwork on that side of it. It's, it's frustrating for me to do that. It's kind of hard for me. Um, yeah, I've been through it. Doing that, like yeah, it's, it's five it times. Can get, yeah, well, and this is because they it's it's so much runaround. Yeah, sometimes and I get kind of frustrated. I'm doing better about it now, but I kind of got to the point where it was like I'm, you know, I'll just I'll just shut down and shut them out and not even yeah um, talk to them because it's like I'm I know what I did. I know what I'm going through. And it's like it's it's hard to. Well, you're post keep. though the settlement. I think are you? Settlement happened yeah. 2010, 
10. 10. It was 10 or 11. Something like that. Yeah. You were in the league, though. Prior. I was still playing. You, yeah. when, when was your first year? I got drafted in 2008. In 08. Okay, yeah. so hopefully you're able to participate in that concussion. Segment. I am. I think I am. Good, Because I got drafted in 08, and I got vested under the old CBA before they changed it. The awesome. one that ended. Um, and well, get I, that process started. Yeah. You need to get that I mean, I've got it. Started. I've got it started. I just got to fit. I got to call. You I got gotta, the lawyer yeah. and all that. Yeah, crap. I got to call. That's why I got to. I've got to call him back and finish all that yeah, side of it. It's taken me but, years. They're still denying me. Anyway, yeah, they I know. And, that, and that's and that's what psychotic. And that's what it, yeah, and that's what it's. I don't have CTE. I'm psychotic. <laughs> well, I think you got to be. <laughs> I've always been of the mindset. You got to be a little bit crazy to play football, especially playing up front. Right. Like, you got to be a little that's, bit like, off to like, because because people like who's not right. It's a contact like you, can, I, I don't, you don't have to be are. as much now. I feel like the game's not as physical now, but for uh, you know, for a playing back. But game, I'm walking around the world and I'm going, "Who's not psychotic?" Right. Everybody's got if a little I'm bit of... the guy that's trying to help people, if I'm the guy mm-hmm. who's trying to do good things, mm-hmm. who's really the crazy one? Yeah. I, I feel like I'm, you know, this is insane, man. That's all. That's all perspective, man. And yeah. it's just people just have their different. It's crazy um, that these uh, concussions aren't going to be credited now, though. What do you mean? Well, Tua and that whole thing with that deal with him. Well, they said it was his back. They lied. I know. They lied. But yeah. he, he's not going to be – their blunder, he's not going to be able to access the concussion settlement. Why? Because they, he's Because he played? Oh, he's because post. He's, his era is post. What's the, the cut? When did they cut it all? Is there Everybody post that settlement moving forward is sign their life away. No shit. And they can do anything they want, including what they did to Tua, and get away with it. He has no recourse. You know, you can't sue a member of the club, right? CBA. That's what the, with the new one they just the, did? That's the what? CBA period, always and forever, will protect any and all employees of the club but that's not even on litigation. But, that, I, like, a lot of people are blaming him. That's not even on him. When he got the first one. On that's who? Su- Tua? Tua. Well, I know because as, as a player. Right. As a player, you want we want to play. Like, we'll you, do. Yeah. And we're listening to advice. Right. These doctors have to step in. This is absurd to exactly. think that this should be put on our shoulders. Right. Of course we're going to play. Right. We want to play, I, regardless. I've been I'm, in the locker room at halftime. Yeah. IV in this arm, IV, IV in yep. that arm. Juicing up, trying, on to get, the table. trying to get ready for I've the second half. Because they used to make us play sick back then. Yeah. There was no mask no. mandate and yeah. vaccine this and that. It's like, you get better this, get on that field Get this IV, play. take yeah. this medicine, <laughs> get this Toradol. Yeah. Get your big, get ass, your ass, get your big ass back out there. I'm unreal, right? Yeah. And now... And you got this situation here. Yeah, but Tua, so with the Tua, the one he got Sunday, right? He got pushed, he hit the back of his head, right? And they claimed it was a back injury, which I, that's what, you know, they do that. They'll lie right. just to get. Yeah. But my thing was, you knew you were playing again Thursday, right? You know, even though you're playing Sunday, you know you've got another game in four days. The fact that they let him go back out there and finish that game and then allowed him to play Thursday, that's the issue I have with it. 100%. If you want him to play Thursday, then you keep him from the rest of the game that Sunday. Yeah. You put him back out there that Sunday. Yeah, he finishes the game. But then he goes back out there four days. First of all, you know how going Sunday to Sunday is hard enough. It's called second impact syndrome. Yeah. They've Sunday completely to Thursday. ignored yeah. concussion, their own concussion their own protocol. protocol. Yeah. Second impact syndrome is the most dangerous yeah. thing that you could possibly have or put a player in that position. Mm-hmm. Putting him back on the field in the game, and then again four days later. Four days later, that's what happened to me. Happened yeah, did, y'all, to y'all, you, did y'all play on Thursday when you? Were, did y'all have that Thursday game when you were playing? Yeah, Thursday night yeah, football. Thursday night football. Oh, yeah, yeah. Y'all, yeah, yeah so yeah. that you know, it's Sunday to Sunday is hard. You know, getting from right. Sunday to Sunday is hard enough. That Thursday game, 
man, is, is miserable. Yeah, because you're not. Re- I, I mean, especially in midseason. Yeah, you're 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 Friday to Friday. Right. Like I'm not ready to. I'm some games at the end of the season, like you. Uh, probably I, I'm ready. Like when I'm on the field. Yeah. As soon as I cross the line, yeah. I still don't know if I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> and literally for me, you're it so got to tired. the point to where I didn't know if I was till the first snap. Mm-hmm. Like once the first, like after the first hit, once yeah. I, you know, and like, you know right. that first contact, so okay, we're we're here, so yeah. let's. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> let, let, all these go. fans, they spent all this money, <laughs> and we're like walking out of the tunnel, like oh, oh god damn. Oh, what's gonna happen out here? Even even I'm gonna in, get my ass kicked today. Even even, <laughs> even in warm ups, it's like all right, let's get through. Let's get no, oh, let's man. get through warm up. You know, it's fake fake our way through warm ups, right? And then get to the first play. But yeah, with the two of man, and then like that's yeah, that's, that's just crazy. Yeah, putting him back out there, letting him finish in the games. Okay, so if you let him finish the game Sunday, then he can't play Thursday. I mean, he might not have a career after this year. Yeah. The, the, if he gets another one, he's they, yeah. they, they, they got to shut him down the rest of the year. And who knows what's going to come of that? You know, at the end yeah. of the day, this has a consequence that they know clearly. Right. And you got and quarterbacks aren't it's getting aren't getting hit every play it's like that. Crazy, so they're not man. used to that contact. You know, with us up front, yeah. You know, we're hit, you know we've got that small car crash every play. We're used to that contact, mm-hmm. so. You know, with quarterbacks, they're not used to getting hit like that. So it's not something he can just, you know, him they him thinking he can just bounce back that fast is not. He's not used to taking those kind of hits. Right. And yeah, so not the game today. And you got to think, mean, and he's he's not. A, you know, two is not a very big guy. Yeah. Um. You know, he's a smaller. You know, and he's not. You know, he's a smaller quarterback, but he's not one of those smaller, shiftier quarterbacks. Yeah. He's a smaller pocket passer. Yeah. And so him taking that kind of hit, man, it's just and it's just it's scary because. Especially the one Cincinnati when he hit his head and his hands, yeah. you know, he went in his paralysis. I only seen that a couple of times. I, Trent Green, man, got lit up. Oh yeah, you were there. Lit up, yeah. man. We were. I was out there. I was playing. I think left tackle in that game, um, and all of a sudden he's over there. I don't know what the play was. He's all the way on the other side of the field, on the ground, on his back. And I get over there, and he's just snot bubbling and, like, yeah, paralysis and stuff. That's, I've never I've never up. seen – the only thing I've Crazy. seen – I've seen guys sleep. I've seen guys get hit and get knocked, like, yeah. completely out. Um, my boy D. Jack, Deshaun Jackson, that Falcons game, him and Dante Robinson. That's scary, man, when you yeah. see it like that. Especially with the smaller guys, man. Yeah. It's like, you see a big – like – you see a bigger guy, it's like, okay, it's you know, it's understandable. But seeing those smaller guys, man, especially when it's like a serious collision like that, it's just yeah. it's scary because you don't because you wanna you know, you wanna be there for your teammate and help him out, but there's yeah. really at the end of the day, there's nothing crazy, you can man. really you can really, really do. But, well, you know, I've uh, I've had some things to say about that myself. I've been out there trying to talk about, you know, all this stuff with cannabis. It's mm-hmm. supposed to be neuroprotective, yeah. which it is, as it turns out, and all these other things. So hopefully they'll come along, you know. I don't know, maybe Magic Johnson going to have a piece of the Raiders here. You know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I hope so. Yeah, you know, maybe guys like that can come in from another sport right. and go, and hey, why don't yeah. y'all have guaranteed contracts? Yeah. Hey, yeah. why do y'all still have yeah. split contracts? Sure. We definitely. We definitely need some. We definitely need some more color in the ownership side oh, and that of, too. of things too. 100%, so that'll definitely. That's always awesome, 100%. especially with his background and everything. Yeah, and all the great things but, he's um, done, man. That's gonna. Yeah, be the Raiders. Well, what do you feel about them going to Vegas? Like, do you think they should have stayed in Oakland? What do you feel about? What do you feel about an NFL team? Period. Being in Vegas. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm. I hate hypocrisy. I hate all of the two facedness, right. right? And all the the bullshit they put on us, right? Yeah. As players, right. right? You can't do this. You can't do that. <laughs> blah 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 blah. Oh wait, we're gonna get into gambling now, right? The sports betting. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, really? You guys were suspending my brothers for this. Mm-hmm. You, you've you suspended um, great men. You've ruined careers Career, right. because of gambling. And you know, me personally, again, talk about cannabis. You know, I'm out here. This is a medicine. I don't take any pills. I've spoken in front of the NFL on this. To have them not implement, you know, this the way they should be yeah. and then come out the season and say, Oh, well, if you test positive over this level, the THC, then we can fine you up to three games. Like, you guys are insane. Mm -hmm. You're ignoring all of these things that can really benefit the game. You know what I mean? And when I think about the Raiders and I think about, you know, what's going on there with them and how, you know, they've moved the team all over and they've allowed all this stuff to happen. You know, what's really going on there? I mean, Al Davis, he came on as a coach. You know, the story of the Raiders is in. Incredible, yeah. incredible story yeah. with Al Davis. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why they really haven't made a movie on him. Uh, they need, there needs to be. A, I don't know why there hasn't been a thirty, at least a thirty for thirty. Yeah, you got all these other thirty for thirties and nothing on Al Davis. Um, he, he came around the back door. Yeah, a coach saved his money, bought stock yeah. because NFL wasn't where it was at. Mm-hmm. He made his way up enough to be able to do a hostile takeover yeah. of the team. <laughs> and then brought in John, you know, and then you know, bring yeah, John. Yeah, he knew what and, to do. Yeah. He knew what yeah. to do. He knew the game, and he had a great respect for the players. And everybody talks about like yeah. I know Jerry Jones gets a lot of stuff, but really, man, Al Davis was the original. You know, Al Davis did it first. Yeah, like Al yeah. Davis did it first, and yeah. I know with them, you know, them going to the and see, you know, Vegas. Like, where did I segue off on that shit, man? I was like, Whoa. no, you were good, you were good because we talk, <laughs> we started talking about Vegas. The we Raiders. were talking about you were talking about Vegas. I went yeah. off this rail, like, what, what the hell? No, no, you're like, good. It's good. You're good. And, and then I started just, talking about uh, back to the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, no, you're good. But <laughs> what with was Ra- it though? We were talking yeah, about something. We were talking about well, Magic Johnson buying the Raiders, yeah. and then I brought up them going to Vegas. Yeah. Um, and what I was gonna say is like, so the whole Vegas. I don't think any there should be any professional sports in Las Vegas because oh for, gambling we're just talking about yeah, gambling yeah the, yeah, the sports bet and the gambling yeah. yeah because and Vegas was always the kind of go to place for guys once the season was over you know season ends right I'm going right. to Vegas for a couple of days kind I of relax you know yeah yep. right so I feel like a, a a team being there you're kind of you're how do you expect them to win when you that that's one of the places you know guys go to for post you know literally right after the yeah. season. Well, look Why at what's put his happened. There. Like you said, between the, the sports betting and even the, the cannabis is legal there, the sports betting. Yeah, that's the only hope they as got. They're making so much money. Look at what's happened. Off of that. But they're, Crazy. like you said, they're banning it from, you know, the players are supposed to be Man. banned from How many guys on that, that team have been arrested and or killed somebody in the last Five years. Yeah, it's gotten rough. It's been rough. It's, it's been crazy, rough. right? It's so rough. you talk. I guess if you want to quantify something, <laughs> you think about statistics. It's not it's good rough. to yeah. have a, a pro sports franchise in that in town Vegas, yeah. for the players. You know, now that that's that's something though that can be said. You know, in my opinion, is leadership, right? And yeah. so, you know, you have opportunities. I think, and I think that you know, something going on is. Uh, personally, you know, they were given opportunities for Magic Johnson to get yep. in and buy ownership. When are when are we going to have opportunity for players to have that? You know, I mean, there's a lot of guys out here with all these funds, hedge mm-hmm. funds, this fund, that fund, and I still haven't heard of NFL players that are a part of all these money pools that are looking to buy a team. Ownership team. Yeah. You got John Elway in Denver. He's just the GM. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You got John Lynch up in San Francisco. Just He's just, just the GM. GM. Yeah. Like, these dudes should be owning the team. They yeah. got that money. Well, you know, that be, that they be, do. That Billionaire's Boys Club, man, that's, you know, that's, crazy, that's an exclusive. Man. That's an exclusive club. I don't know. I think they're keeping us out. That's my... Well, I mean, but but <laughs> if you look at They don't at want it, the gladiators right, right. to right. run the how show. Many former, how many former athletes are owners? 
How many of those owners are former athletes? Not very, very many. Bam. Because those, you know, that's, Zero. that circle of, you know, that billionaire circle. I mean, man, there's you know, some good dudes in there, man. I've met some of them, man. They're yeah. good guys. Yeah. But they were not players, and they've never been in our shoes. They never there's some great. Out. There's some really, really great owners yeah. of teams and great, great organizations. But all all owners aren't the same. All organizations aren't yeah. the same. They aren't run the same. It's very, very different depending on organization and per owner. But there are like I'm not you know bashing the owner, all the owners, whatever. There no. are some really, really great 100%. people that are owners yeah. of NFL teams. But at the end of the day, they you know it's it's a business. They got a job to do. Sure. Um, you know, multi billion dollar business now. Yeah. Um, so like I said, it's, it'll be hard yeah. to you know. And that's why they're doing more of the group ownership thing than individual. But like, so I, definitely, I see that out there. The, the Dolphins like yeah. have like a hundred owners. Yeah, J Lo and yeah. Ben Affleck and stuff. Yeah, they're doing the kind of group the group thing. So Mark Anthony. It, I definitely love to see Magic get you know get a chance to. That'd be do cool, some, man. Do some ownership. That'd be man. really cool, man. The Raiders are a great organization. Yeah. Uh, Mark Davis, he's carried yeah. on the torch, I think, very admirably for his dad. You know, yeah. um, big shoes to fill, man. It's hard. Yeah, to... you know. I mean, hopefully he'll get to a hat one day. Um, but you know, Mark Davis is a great owner, man. No, I'm mm -hmm. just kidding, man. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, once you find your niche, right? His haircut. It's, yeah. it's just pretty. Uh, you got to have your thing, I guess. Right. But that's but that's the thing, you know, finding it. That's what a lot of guys trying to find their niche, man. It's hey, man. Speak about tough. hate. Speak about the Raiders, right? All that hate with the Raiders comes, and uh, you know now I, I, you're a local guy here, yeah. right? Tennessee, little local news. Born and raised in Nashville. Little local news here. We got uh, what battleground or no uh, battleground academy, yeah. right? BG no Brentwood Academy. Brentwood Academy. Brentwood academy. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Brentwood Academy. It's all good. Sorry. Brentwood all good. Academy. Yeah, graduate. Yeah, BA graduate. But now you went here. to Auburn. I'm an Auburn guy. I got out of the state. I, uh, so you hate Tennessee, is what I hear. That's on the street. Not the state of Tennessee. No, no, no. The school, the, the UT, school. the school, yeah, UT, Knoxville, UT, yes. UT. I've got. So you're pretty upset about that win the other day. I'm not upset. I'm shocked. Well, <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm upset. I'll say I'm upset. Okay, everybody, I'm upset. I don't like UT. I'll put it out there. People that know me know I don't like UT. So all my friends, all the people that know me, y'all know how I feel about UT. This isn't news to y'all. This is news to everybody else. They passed up on you. You you wanted to go right, there, right? Listen, this you know is, you wanted to be right, a, well, a. You know what? You since, we're, since we're ugly being, orange, since we're divulging information, I just let's put it out there. All right. So I was coming out of high school, right? Brentwood Academy. We've started playing Brentwood High School, which is right down the street. They hadn't played in a long. It's been a while. So we played them my junior year and my senior year. They had a kid by the name of Stephen Jones. His dad was playing defensive tackle. His dad was the big Jones defensive tackle they had here way back then. Um, you know, the year they went to the super, the year after they went to the Super Bowl. So we played against each other. We beat them two years in a row. Um, you know, I whipped up. You know, it, we battled, but I won the majority of our battles playing against him. So we were getting. Oh, he's a defensive end. He played defensive end, offensive, okay. and offensive tackle, and same position I play. So we locked horns on both sides of the ball. All right. So our senior year, we're getting recruited. Um, I'm not going to put the coach's name out there, the coach that did this. I'll just say he was at Tennessee <laughs> Come on, at man. The time. He wants to be famous, too. Um, and so they were recruiting us, and I was on the call with a recruiter, and they told me that he was their A-side. He was like their A-list guy, and I was their B-list guy. Mm. Um, and so they took him and one of him. So after that phone call, there you go. Um, I didn't know my dad had stayed on, was on the phone listening. Um, but he, you know, you know, it's back when you could pick up the phone, nobody, you know, you, right. it's back when landline, yeah, the landlines existed. Yeah. yeah, I told, I asked my kid, they knew what a landline was. They had no idea. No what, idea. Yeah, no clue. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> it's just a telephone. Like, what is this yeah. rotary dial? Yeah. So they told me he was, you know, they, they wanted him 
over me, and so I was like, cool. So I, was, I know the feeling. But that's yeah. that's not what like. Did you take a recruiting trip there? I actually did my yeah. junior year. Okay. I went to the I went to the the UT Florida game, the flood game when Rex Grossman threw for like three hundred yards in the monsoon. Oh wow, great game! Yeah, Jason Witten was Jason Witten was there at UT. Oh, and the water was all coming down the yeah. stands. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, like I, I was sitting, yeah. I was sitting right down there, front row, love it. Like I would, I wouldn't. I I was there. I went as a UT visit, but I was. I'm such a. I'm a football fan. I just enjoyed. It, it was just. It was a great game. Sure. And to see somebody throw for that many yards in the rain, um, yeah. a lot of those guys end up playing in the NFL. But I was my junior year, and then um, I didn't go back. That was the only one I actually took. I, but I had friends from here that I knew that I grew up with that went to school there, and a couple guys I played ball with. So I would go visit. You know, when I was in Auburn, I had some break time. I You'd was make here. The trip. I would go. I'd make the trip. Yeah, and go, go visit guys. But yeah, so and it's not. I don't have an issue with the school. It's the fans. <laughs> All right, UT fans. All those people that went there are the most obnoxious. <laughs> UT fans like and, and Cowboys fans. Alabama, <laughs> Alabama fans aren't that bad. Yeah, but y'all got they got delusional. Like 100,000 seats. To, yeah. I went to San Diego State. It's yeah. hard enough to fill yeah. a 65,000 seat stadium. But see, but that's right. And you guys got 120,000 people there. Right. And like yeah. 15,000 people that go to the school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that's so, so funny. Yeah. And it's, it's the fans. They're they're. There's a few fans. There's a few friends that I have that I know that I love. You know that they're great. You know UT fans, UT people hate them, but for the most part, they're so obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're winning right now, great for them. You know, with their history, yeah, awesome for them right. and the kids. They put their hard work in, and they beat. I was I was shocked they beat Bama. Um, I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't expecting them to do that. They pulled it off. So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give Tennessee their credit, even though I don't like them. I'm gonna give them their credit right now. Cause you hate Alabama more. Because you went to I Auburn. I actually don't. I actually hate UT. You went to Auburn. You I've got more, hate I've got more, more disdain for UT than I really? did for Bama. Wow. But see, so when I was at Auburn, we never lost to Bama. Wow, I was really? part of that crew. We beat oh, Bama okay. six years in a row. Yeah, I never, yeah, Bama doesn't mean shit. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Bama don't mean shit to me. We you lost to, it. yeah, Bama. I shout out to all my boys I know that went to Bama. You know, number love for y'all, but <laughs> y'all four or five in a row. Oh, y'all know gosh. what it is. Um, but yeah, so I, like UT fans, oh yeah, I mean, it's just. And then Rocky Top is like the worst song ever, and it's just right. It's I'm just it's just a lot of <laughs> disdain, and it's not even like yeah, it's got might have something to do with the whole the colors though, the like, thing. for real, and that orange it's so ugly, Ugh. it's so loud. They got yeah. they're wearing the black uniforms. Where did that week. come from? Where did that orange come from? I have no idea. I, Auburn, I love Auburn, right? That's yeah. red, white, and blue. Yeah. You you know, burnt orange. It's not as bad, but like that, I don't know where like where that color come from. But Goodness. yeah, UT, shout out to them. They're wearing the black uniforms. The black uniforms are dope. The black and orange yeah. is dope. Like, you know, I'll give them credit for that. And I'll give them their credit, even though I don't like, this doesn't this doesn't take away my disdain for UT. But I will give them their credit for being as good as they are this year. Good for them. They work their asses off. Yeah, they deserve it. Um, and we got to send them recruits. We have to send, we're, we now are going oh, to be, so we have to I be nice. Do, do I have to now? You got to be nice. So now. I said all that just to turn around and have to hey, You gave them a good compliment to end. I mean, I'll give them their credit. You know, they work hard. They win. Yeah. Right? You got to yeah. have your head. They understand. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. I still. I still respect. Because you would have played there if they would have offered you that scholarship and of said course. you were the number one. Of so course. there you go. That's for the fans. Of That's for the fans. Right? It's a couple of linemen that played there yeah. that um that I knew that one. You know they we were supposed <laughs> to go play. You know play together. But you yeah. know it's um it's we, all good. Like I ended up going. Yeah. You know it worked out for me. Ended up going. You know we ended up going to Auburn, beating UT twice when I was in Auburn. So yeah, it's no. Nah, 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 nah. Yeah, I've never seen 110,000. So quiet. We played up there in 2000, <laughs> 2004. Um, 
the undefeated, uh, yeah, still the only undefeated team in SEC history to not play in that championship game. But that's Uh-oh. a whole other. Yeah, we won't get into that. That's just Don't get some me more. started. Bro. Yeah, San Diego um, State. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, we played them in two thousand three and two thousand four, and shut up. It got one hundred and ten thousand, and they were quiet. I've never heard that many people sit so silently and watch their team get their yeah. butt kicked yeah. ever. That's the biggest stadium we play. That's in, a great so. part about I think sports in the South uh, or outside of California is people actually watch the game. <laughs> California, I mean, we had like forty five thousand students in San Diego State. They they can't even put ten thousand in the stands. Like I mean, we packed it when I was there. We came just off the end of Marshall Falk's era, right. so we had a good, good thing ball. going. Yeah. You know, people yeah. were loving football, yeah. and if you won, you, you people showed up. But mm-hmm. if you didn't win in California. They weren't showing up. That they're yeah, showing up yeah. whether you win or lose yeah. in Tennessee right. and Auburn. And whether you suck, whether you win. Right. Yeah. If you if you're That's winning, the they'll show on. up and they'll love you. If you <laughs> suck, they'll show up and they'll tell you how sucky and how terrible you are. But at least they'll yeah. be there. Yeah. Um, but you know, but San Diego State, man, it's yeah. um I you know, play I'm playing for the Chargers, but yeah, not there. The played at Qualcomm um for you know a few them. years. I know, you know yeah. those grounds. Yeah. I know how it we goes. We played man. in the same stadium. Yeah, Qualcomm, bro. I might have had your locker. Oh, for sure. Or you might have had my locker. I, right. That's I the way it is. Definitely had. So I'm no, ten years ahead. No AC. <laughs> no AC. None. They redid the carpet. Yeah. So they had those big the big fans, uh-huh. the big standing fans. They were bringing them in the locker room and that's how we got cooled wow. off at Qualcomm. But it was um I had to play in that infield. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Yeah. How many scars you got from that infield? Elbows, quite a few. Knees. Yeah, well, I wore the elbow. Most of mine were on my legs and oh, my knees because I wore the rubber. That was the worst. I wore the rubber elbow the sleeves. Worst. But yeah, man, it's just you would think that an organization with that kind of money, you'd at least upgrade. You might have to build a new one, but at least upgrade yeah. something. We're playing like, in the NFL. Yeah, and they can't put some tur- some sod down on yeah. the infield for us. Yeah, they can't change that over. You can't pay the crew mm-hmm. to go out. And, and don't let San Diego State play Saturday <laughs> and then you turn around and play Sunday. Right? The yeah, fields. we used to mess the field up. For so you know, they yeah. they started. They were spray paint. Yeah, uh, they would spray paint the grass yeah. to make it look greener I know. <laughs> after I know. a game. It's so, so crazy. But like you said, every organization is run differently. Um, you know, love the charge. Don't have any ill will towards the charge organization. How was you, that, Spanos? I love Spanos. Dean. Yeah. Um, love them. Great, great people. Great. I'm family. mad at them. They're like Tennessee. They didn't yeah. keep me home. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. yeah. No. The great, great people. Great family. Like I said there's okay. There, there's great people and great owners. But like I said, end of the day, they, it is a business they have to do. So there's a side. There's things mm-hmm. that they have to do that might not make them seem like great people. Yeah. But they like love the Spanos family. Um, Tom Telesco was a GM. Mike McCoy is a head coach. Um, not love the or Chargers organization, love everybody out there. But like I said, it's the NFL, so I figured yeah. you know you would think that you know our stadium would be just a little bit like you might not have to build a whole new one, but you know just kind of well they got gradual the, upgrades. I, I was just there; they had San Diego State's new stadium. It's amazing. It's incredible, uh, and there's still enough room to build a whole nother Qualcomm. Yeah, they got. So had they, they finished the new one for state. They finished the San Diego State one. That's great. They built. Think about this. They yeah. built the new stadium for San Diego State, but they wouldn't do it for the Chargers. They said that they have enough room to add another forty thousand. Did seats. they put the new one next to right next to the old Qualcomm? Right? Yeah. Is it still right there? It's closer to the uh, UTC campus or whatever or uh, whatever that is that. Uh, Shopping area. Yeah, it's closer towards like the IKEA, that 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 parking other space end of the parking there. lot. Yeah, yeah, in the back, in the parking lot. Yeah. People don't realize how much space you Huge. could live. You could Huge have lot. three whole stadiums there. Yeah, you can. Yeah, 
because the park, so they put it away further yeah. away from the interstate. That's yeah, they're gonna. They I think they're down. gonna build a whole new one. I think the chart. My my, my yeah. We talked about the Raiders. I think that what's gonna happen here, and I I predict the future. Okay, I saw. I played for the Rams in St. Louis. Right. Okay, I see what happened. You don't leave L.A. Okay, right. that's money. Right. Money. Right. Right. I don't. You Vegas. Yeah, that's money. Right. That's all the time. They're sold out. All the games. It's a big you know deal. It's still not L.A. And what did Al always want? L.A. He always wanted L.A. You think they're going to go back? I know they're going back. You cannot keep the Raiders. So who's going to who's The gonna black leave? hole belongs in Los Angeles, bro. So who's going to leave? Can't. The, the Chargers? You I, think the Chargers I, are going back to San Diego? I, I don't know, man. I don't know how you lose the revenue from uh, Vegas um, unless you make a big push that the Raiders are going to come in. I don't see San Diego staying in L.A. There's no, really there don't. are no Chargers They've got to get back to San There's Diego. There's no Chargers fans in no, L.A. It's not going to happen for them. There are no, they got to go back to San there Diego. There are zero Chargers priming, fans in L.A. They primed this perfectly. It's just like the Rams deal. They always knew it was coming back to L.A. Right. They just went to St. Louis to get it back together, figure out that ownership. Cronky came involved. Right. Okay, now they're back, right? Yeah. They had the money to come back. Well, Cronky's got plenty of money. Plenty. And his wife. I mean, right, she's yeah. a Walton. She's a right. And yeah. they just bought the uh, the Broncos. Did they buy the Broncos the oldest, too? The oldest Walton. He's a part of the Broncos. They just bought the Broncos <laughs> for like three, I think three and a half. Uh, yeah, you didn't goodness. know that. So the, her older, yeah. I don't know if it's her older brother, but one of the oldest yeah. Walton siblings is part of the ownership group that bought that's, the See, um, that's what, that's what makes me pissed off about these players not having the opportunity. You got the Walton family yeah. and these you know, barons of industry yeah. continuing to be able to monopolize the NFL mm -hmm. and not giving the players the opportunity. There's enough players with enough money that if the NFL or the players union, who's supposed to be working for us, right. said, hey, we're going to own a team. And every because this is where the money is, they keep us out here in the mm -hmm. stock market. Mm -hmm. you know, go out there and try business with this old brain. Right. Yeah, this football brain we right. just beat to death. <laughs> well, see how that works out 85% yeah. divorce rate, yeah. this, that, the other. They could easily, the NFLPA could easily decide hey, we're gonna negotiate an ownership of a team I for the players I'm a as fan. an investment. I'm a fan. I think it should happen. The players' union now has agreed to Demarie Smith a collective bargaining agreement that will govern the league over the next ten years. Next ten years, right? Yeah. Okay. That sees the players receive only one billion dollars of five hundred billion dollars. Yeah. One billion. That's how poor these negotiations went for the players, and how. But poor they've always it's are. always been that way. Unbelievable. Even when Gene was the NFL player rep, and like, they could they negotiate never... while they're giving all these teams away to the Walton family, they could say we're going to give this to the players because yeah. so that they can have that security. We don't have to keep paying all these settlements. Mm -hmm. They would rather us fight and get all into this whole deal with them about our brains and you know how we blew our money because the game just gave it to us too soon and mm -hmm. too much and didn't show us the way, right? You yep. know, we're out here scattered. Yep. That's just crazy, man. It's and so they, like people would be surprised. So when we, that, yeah. before we had the lockout in 2011, we were having, you know, we were building that war chest because we thought we were going to be locked out for the year. So we, we were Such having these, um, player union meetings about were you a union rep no i was um but i would and I, I would always go to sleep during the union meetings too i would usually get that's when i would get some of my good rest but um when you started having those you know that's back when they got the nfl to open up their books a little bit so they were kind of you know they divulged into us some of the information that some of the owners didn't really want to get out but people would be surprised the amount of money 
that these owners spend on playing players player salary versus how much money that they're making. Like they spend the percentage of revenue they spend on player salary per year versus the percentage of revenue they make and they keep is insane. That's incredible. I mean it's like they it's spend criminal. they it spend be considered criminal. It is. They spend very little on the players and make so much more. They could they could guarantee every they could they could have guaranteed contracts in the NFL oh, easy. and not lose any money. Easy. Easy. They wouldn't lose minimal money. Minimal. Very, well, like, none. Hardly if, if any. Right. <laughs> they can write it all off yeah. and they need the write offs. They wouldn't need to have the United Way come in every year and stand in front of us, right? And give us their spiel with their crackhead that they just picked <laughs> up that they're not they're just gonna go buy him a happy meal. He's just happy to be there. And they could, they I, could, same thing happened, right? When yeah. you were playing. That's yeah, exactly sure. what happened. They, with they me. could they could easily guarantee con- the yeah. way the NBA and I raised my hand in their meetings, I'd be like, What why are we giving money to the United Way? Because they get, I look it up and they give 80% of all the money coming to them to their overhead. I'm like, only 20% of the money is going to go. Why don't we do something locally here for a local you know, school or something? We could pull all of our stuff together. They pro- and they probably like, shot you down. Shut yeah, up, Turley. They shot you down. Yeah. yeah. Quit talking that sense. Yeah, shut your shut your ass up. <laughs> get out there on the practice yeah, field. Go throw some your, helmets. Yeah, <laughs> get your ass out of here. Yeah, man. They that's how they. So crazy, man. You know, man. People don't. It's it's yeah, a it's a great know. game to play. It's you know it's a blessing to play the game and do that. But there is who a, said it? Who which one of the owners said it? We can't have the inmates running the. Uh, oh yeah, running the prison. Running uh, the prison. Uh, that's how they think, man. Whatever that catch. Who said? Was. Yeah, I can't remember who it was. Every man. one of them behind the door. <laughs> yeah, not, I mean, most most of them. Yeah, yeah, you know, like most of them. There's some great ones, man. I've yeah. run into a couple of them, you know, Super Bowls, and here, you know, yeah. I go up and say what's up to. I've never, you know, we get so you know, yeah. we get invited to all that stuff. Yeah. I, I don't ever, I don't, I've never gone. I don't yeah. ever go. I'm kind of over. I mean, it stings still, you know, yeah. bit bitter. <laughs> yeah. I just, just my goal is like, I'll, but I'm like you. I'm I would like, always want to go as time. a player, but like, but the the thing about like going now, it's just, it's just so much. Like it's. You know, it's great. You know, you get the, all the events and all that stuff. But you got to come to my party, though. We have them every year, so you're coming this year. Arizona Super Bowl is in Arizona this year. Yeah, man. Okay, I'll come to Arizona. Yeah, I'll come to Arizona. Arizona. We got a big party. But it's just like the whole yeah, like the whole fanfare and all that. And I'm the first, so the first thing I think about this. <laughs> this is where my mind goes. So for the Super Bowl, the first thing I think about is traffic. <laughs> having to deal with like, all the traffic. Yeah, it is. I, mean, I don't just, mean, I don't just mean cars. I'm talking Depends about Depends on people. where it is. I mean people too. Oh, okay. Like yeah. people tra- like right. traveling, trying to get their airport. Right. Oh, plane, yeah. Well, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? And planes, then just kind of being around all the events, you know, it's just all like. It's it, bad for me. I can't yeah. imagine how bad it is for you, the anxiety you go through every time. People don't, people don't understand. That's go real. get on an airplane. Yeah, it's real. I mean, you got to go through the security thing. Do you have to duck in that stupid thing? Yeah, so. Sometimes they make me go through that. And sometimes they make me go through the the original metal detector. So it depends on who's there. But yeah, like they, the sign says, get in there and do this. Yeah, yeah we hold yeah. stand up, stand up, stand yeah. up. So we, we, people don't know. All right, so that, now they get to see the perspective. The difference, right? yeah. Now they see the perspective. This is me. I'm 6'5", 300 pounds. So I'm, that's I'm 6'10", 300 pounds. So, <laughs> that's just crazy, man. Yeah. But people get to you know look at us. I, I feel so out of place. I can't imagine yeah. at 6'10", you know, the fear of no, getting on a flight without a first-class ticket. So I'm, I'm not a first-class Or guy. an exit row. Exit row. Southwest exit row. Okay. Is... 
That's you. Best, the best seat is better than first class. Wow. Especially when they, they started doing it where they took the seat in front of you out and yeah. you could stretch your legs it's out. It's definitely for leg room. It's, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I mean, even that big, yeah, even when I was bigger, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm not like a big, yeah, I'm, I don't go that way. So even yeah. at my playing weight, it was more about, you know, the person next to me in my upper body and my shoulders. But I always fit in that seat, especially if you could let the arm rest up, but it was about the leg room. Yeah. That, Would that, you buy two tickets? No, I just so what I, I do is I Southwest. <laughs> I buy the any uh, the the anytime getaway, the cheapest Southwest ticket, mm-hmm. right? Get there and then upgrade to business uh, business class at the gate. It's like a, it used to be fifteen bucks. I think it's like thirty now. Upgrade to business select business class or whatever that gets you the first fifteen, and hopefully nobody's you know sitting in the exit row. It's hilarious. So to me, the funniest. It's, I laugh at it now, but the most frustrating thing would be if I was late or something and to get on the plane and yeah. see somebody like. Ugh. Five nine sitting in the exit row. <laughs> I've stood in the aisle and held up a plane before because nobody. The, I was late, and the nobody would get out of the exit rows, and I can't. I don't fit. So my femur. Ain't nobody's getting out of any seat. Yeah, it's like yeah, nobody you're just moves. going. Oh, I see yeah, somebody. Yeah, eventually, somebody. Eventually, somebody yeah. got up. Um, wow. But my femur is too long. My femur doesn't fit between. Oh, you literally can't sit in. Yeah, I, I can't seat. get. I can't sit in normal your, seat. Your, your my my hip femur to, to my knee, knee is too. Is, the, yeah, because mine's too long. The seat. Yeah. Mine, it doesn't. I can't get all God. the way down. It's too long. There, wow, that's yeah, man. That's that's my so, life. Right? So you that's have real life. to. So you. So even. So first class ticket. First class is still still snug. Snug and you. I fit, but it's uncomfortable. Going into yeah. The back seat. Yeah. So the person in front of me hates me because they're. Yeah. I've got to let. Yeah. I've got to let the tray thing down so that can fall on my knee can kind of fit up under it to fit Still, e- even in first class. class. Yeah. Incredible. First class. That's bulk, crazy. Bulk, I've done the bulkhead. Bulkhead's definitely not enough room. First class, it for it to for for the cost for the price of first class, it doesn't outweigh it that the it costs too much. It should be way more comfortable. Southwest, we're coming for you. You're gonna have yeah. the big man section. Please. It's only gonna be for big men. You gotta be six Period. six five and up. Bem- and women. And six five and up doesn't matter six, five whatever that's it right thank yeah. you six, six five, five and up right. i better make sure i'm six five they mm. t- try to tell me i'm six four and three quarters and well you know they short everybody <laughs> when the, the crazy thing is that line like at the, the you know the crazy thing about that height part. stuff is for the nfl they make us short but for the nba they make them taller so i got drafted um so i got drafted to the eagles i like talked about 2008 or so i'm in philly um you know we get the complex up there you know you got the, the stadium the baseball you know you got the football lincoln you got the basketball ring and baseball, so a lot of this there. So you see a lot of athletes up. So I'm out. I run into a couple of basketball players. I think Elton Brand was there at the time, and I look. You know, they got him listed like six. I think six ten, mm-hmm. six nine, or something like that. So I meet him, and I'm standing there, and he's like, "Oh, really? Yeah. Wow." I'm like, like, "How is he?" So him, Hakeem Ward went to Syracuse. I was a big Mellow fan, so I know who he was. Yeah. They had him listed like six ten, six eleven. Not. And I'm really. I'm taller than all these guys. So oh, I'm wow. and like, I so I'm thinking like maybe so either I'm. <laughs> Either I'm being lied to yeah. about how tall I am. Like I'm either I'm seven feet or they're lying about their height. But it's a, yeah, so they measure. That's so, crazy. So what I found out is they measured them in their sho- in their shoes. Oh really? Yeah. Oh that's funny. They measure basketball players in your shoes. So all these basketball players, yes, they're tall, Front. but I'm taller. <laughs> did did you play basketball at all? I did high, through high school. Oh, okay. So I, at Brentwood Academy, yeah, uh, we won state my senior year. That was yeah. the first boys state championship in basketball NBA history. So shout out to all my BA guys. Uh, Brandon Wright was a freshman. Him and Josh Bowen were freshmen my senior years. Man. But we won our boys' first uh, state championship That's in basketball, awesome, and I hated it. I wanted we lost in the state championship in football that year. Yeah, I was still mad about that even during basketball season. Yeah. They brought out the gold ball because yeah. I was a senior. They handed me the trophy. Yeah, 
and I wouldn't take it because I wanted to go. I wanted to go football. I passed it off to my buddy Darren, who was writing up that program for wow. us. Wow. He, you know, he was a, he was a senior yeah. that year too. But I was still even like the full season later after football season, yeah. winning state championship. I'm still pissed off because we lost state championship in football. Dang. Well, we stay pissed. We are pissed. Uh, I'm Kyle Turley. That's King Dunlap. <laughs> That's what I know. All right. This is three point stance. We've been uh, at this here now for a little bit, getting some uh, stuff laid down. We hope y'all enjoyed the show. And uh, we're going to wrap it up here, I think. Uh, you know, hopefully we're going to take this thing from uh, what we've experienced in our lives. And we're going to make great things happen, right, with all this knowledge. For y'all. That's right. We've got this is uh, for y'all. beginnings of a great podcast here. Again, Nashville, Tennessee at Glass House Studios. I don't think we can go wrong. Hey, man, shout out to, shout out right. to Glass House, man. Thank you guys yeah. so much for having us. We really appreciate it. I'm um, looking forward to things to come. Um, I'm excited, man. I am. Man. I'm excited to get this. We're, we got a training thing. Hopefully, this all this stuff again, yeah. all that that stuff about what what could happen, right? Yeah, we're, we'll we'll talk about it. We yeah. got it coming up. We'll yeah, we'll, we're gonna, we'll we're, put it out there. We're doing a lot of stuff out here, man. And mm -hmm. we're excited, and uh, we hope you all stick around, enjoy listening to us. We're gonna keep getting better and uh, make this something you guys will be proud of as well. Keep giving you that knowledge. We're gonna try to give it to you, football family, money, mind. Uh, get into some more topics here as we go along. I'm Kyle Turley again. This is King Dunlap. King Dunlap. Signing off. Appreciate y'all.